Welcome into the Grace One Daily Podcast. My name is Jeremiah Johnson. Today, we are going to be talking about there is power in the name of Jesus. Well, welcome to 2020. We all made it, I guess, right? Happy New Year to you guys. I hope that your new year is getting off to a great start. Well, this is going to be the first one of the year, and we're going to be talking about there's power in the name of Jesus. Well, we've been kind of absent the past couple weeks because of Christmas. I've been on vacation and all those kind of things. And so I want to share a very personal story as I begin the year. And it's not like a great one to share, but I believe there's a lot of truth that I hope will encourage you as you embark on a new year. Well, I have a a dad who lives in Nebraska. My home state is Nebraska. And I was going home the last week to help him with some things. Here's the story is my dad, about 20 years ago, he was a roofer, amongst other things, painter, etc. Handyman, if you will. And he fell off a roof, 25 feet. And it was a big deal. I mean, he landed on his head and his hip primarily nearly killed him. He was life lighted. He had to learn how to walk, talk to everything over, rehabilitate his life and still wasn't the same after that. Then he got a job at Walmart and uh, he, he still, he just began to rehabilitate physically and now he has Parkinson's. And so he's in really, really rough shape. And so I had, had to help him move into a new apartment uh, so that he could live with my grandma, actually, that could help him out a little bit here and there. And it's just been a really tough time for him, and he's not able to do a lot of things and has a lot of voices and people in his life. Well, I go home to help him fill out some paperwork for this apartment complex that he's moving into. It's government housing, and so they require a lot of paperwork, and they want to know how much money you make to charge you X amount of dollars for your rent and all these kind of things very specific. And so my dad needed help pulling together paperwork and moving. So I went up there with a friend to help out and those kind of things. Well, there was a manager of the apartment complex who was really giving him a lot of heat and he needed all these things, etc. So we get everything that we need to do. We get all the paperwork ready to go. We sit down with this individual, this manager, and along with my dad, I had his brother there with me. And as we begin to sit down, we get into things. And as we present paperwork, then all of a sudden, my uncle Tom presents the power of attorney. Uh, and over my dad's life. And up to that point, I had operated under the understanding, I have one sister, that my sister and I were the power of attorney for my dad. What does that mean? For those of you who don't know, that just means that we would have decisions over medical things regarding him if he's not able to make that, uh, financial things, his accounts, bank accounts, et cetera, things like that. If he is not able or can't function or have the ability to do those things, then our name is on the power of attorney and we can do that and handle that as his children, his two children, me as his one and only son. Well, I find out my uncle pulls out this paperwork that now says that I have been revoked as the power of attorney, uh, attorney. I keep saying that but, uh, the, as the power of attorney over my dad, my sister and I have been revoked. And that language was just, uh, and when I heard that my heart dropped and, and I wanted to cry, man, I wasn't so much as angry, but I was really sad because I was like, wow, I, I thought I was the power of attorney for my dad. And that's the reason I was helping him and do all these things because I thought I was the one that he needed there to help facilitate all this paperwork. So it was very hard for me in that particular meeting. We wrap up with this manager. I go out into the car and I, I begin to cry. Honestly, I begin to cry because I was like, dad, do you know what this means? This means that if you are sick or uh, if things going on in your life that are very severe, that you have not given me any say regarding your life. And I'm your son. I'm your only son. And dad, I, I just don't, I didn't agree with it. And I told my dad that. And so it was really hard for me in that moment to see that my name was revoked from the power of attorney. 
And so anyway, that's enough of my sob story. I went for the next couple of days trying to deal with that and, and I'll probably be dealing with it down the line sometime in the future because that did not change, et cetera. But here's the point I was getting to is as driving back down to Southern Missouri from Nebraska, I began to think, you know, I was so bothered. I was so worked up about that. Talking to my wife, talking to my sister, we, we just couldn't believe it. We couldn't understand it. But I began to think about the power, that, that document, the power of attorney and what that meant. It meant that everything it, that, for example, with my dad, if, when my name was on the power of attorney, it meant that I basically was my dad, that I could make decisions that, that okay, for example, if I went to the bank and I said, hey, I want $1,000 from Steve Johnson's bank account, that uh, they would probably say, well, no, you're not Steve Johnson. I could hand over that document and say, hey, I am the power of attorney. I'm his son. I have the power to ask for that. So give me the $1,000, right? That's how powerful that document is. And so as I'm kind of dealing with my own personal story, the emotion of my father, I began to think about my heavenly father. And I began to think about the power that is in the name of Jesus. And I began to awaken to the truth and the reality that guess what? That I have the power of the name of Jesus in my life. I have the ability as, as a son of God, sonship, because I know Jesus, because I've given my life to him, I now have the power and I've, I have the authority to use the name of Jesus in every part of my life. In one sense, I was telling the church like this the other day, that my name has been put on the power of attorney in regards to my father, God. And so everything that my dad has, I have all his resources. I have accessibility to them because I am the power of attorney now in regards to my relationship with Jesus Christ. Isn't that powerful? So what I am with this whole podcast, the point is that you would, as you run, and I pray that you're running into 2020 with a reckless abandon to chase and to pursue Jesus with a new passion, that you will use the name of Jesus, the power of the name of Jesus in your life like you've never used it before. Amen. There is power. There is the most power. There's all power in the name of Jesus. So let me do this. Let me read you a few scriptures. And then as we close, I'm just going to challenge you that you would begin to use the name, the name of Jesus that you have the right to use as a follower of Jesus Christ in your life this year. Let me give you some, some cool scriptures. Okay. I'm going to be reading out of the expanded Bible, right? now. Mark chapter 16, verse 15 to 18. It said, Jesus said to them, go everywhere in the world and tell, preach, proclaim the good news, gospel to everyone, all creation. Anyone who believes and is baptized will be saved, but anyone who does not believe will be punished, condemned. So we kind of know that one, right? But check this out in 17 and 18. And those who believe will be able to do these things as proof, signs. Listen, they will use my name to force, drive, cast out demons. They will speak in new languages, tongues. They will pick up snakes and drink poison without being hurt. They will touch, lay hands on the sick, and they will be healed. They will recover. Guess what? We have, as the children of God, as people who know Jesus, followers, disciples, guess what? We have that ability to do everything that was just said in that particular scripture. Did you read it again? Let's say, we, we will use his name to do what? to drive out demons, speak in new tongues, languages, to, to have pr- the protection of God, to bring healing to and recovery to people that are broken and in need. But it's going to take the name of Jesus. It's the name of Jesus. It's when we use, did you see that? It says, they will use my name 
let, let me ask, you know, I, I'm a pastor, so I haven't seen a lot of prayer requests and things going on in the lives of people. But this year in particular, I began to think of so many people that have sicknesses, disease. I saw a lot of, I've seen so much cancer lately. And I began to say, you know what? I can use the name of Jesus to lay my hands on the sick and they will be healed. Now, I don't know what you believe, but I believe in a God of miracles. I believe in a God who says we can do greater things. And so as I begin 2020, I just said, you know what, Lord? I'm going to start using your name more. I mean, I know I already do, but Lord, reawaken me to the power that is in your name and the ability that I have to use it in every single circumstance and every situation. Can I tell you right now, as you're listening to this podcast, whatever it is, What's going on in your life? What's going on in your family, marriage, kids, grandkids, etc.? Why don't you start speaking the name of Jesus and declaring the name of Jesus to that? Amen. When we use the name, it says they will use my name and these are the results. This is what happens when we use the name of Jesus. All right, here's the next one. Luke chapter 10, verses 17 to 20. When the 72 came back, this is awesome. I love this one because what happened, there was a period before Jesus died on the cross and all those kind of things, he gave them this window and this opportunity of time to go out in his name and to do these works. So here's what's taking place. It says, when the 72 came back, they were very happy, joyful, and said, look, even the demons obeyed, submit to us when we used your name in your name. They were like, all of a sudden, they were like, whoa, Jesus, when we used your name, when we spoke your name, demons had to listen. Like, you know, they were awakened. They were like, I mean, they believed in the name of Jesus. They had come in contact with Jesus, but it it was really until this moment that all of a sudden, like their minds were blown to how powerful the name of Jesus. So they're like, whoa, look what happens when we use the name again. I'm guys, I know we might know this, but come on. Are you using the name of Jesus? Are you speaking the name of Jesus? Are you praying the name of Jesus into your life, circumstance, and situation? And then after that in 18, Jesus said, Jesus said, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. Listen, I have given you power to walk on snakes and scorpions, power that is greater than the enemy has. So nothing will hurt you. But you should not be happy because the spirits obey you, but because your names are written in heaven. So let me take a look, say a couple things right there. As you know, like I'm a huge Marvel guy, even when I'm preaching, sometimes I'm talking about, I know some people don't like it, but I'm talking about superheroes and, and sometimes in my own life, I'm always like my brain, I'm like, man, I want to be a good guy. I want to be the good guy. I want to be the superhero. And I, let me just be kind of goofy for just a second, but completely true at the same time. So listen, we have power. Like we have superpowers, like as followers of Jesus, I mean, just look at that last scripture that we just read and look at this one as well. Like we have serious power. Why? Because we have the name of Jesus operating and functioning in our lives. But we got to be careful because that's very important. I'm so glad that Jesus put that second portion in there for us. He said, listen, I don't want you to get prideful and arrogant about that. And I've noticed that for some people, because again, I absolutely believe in miracles. I believe that God is doing powerful and amazing things today. You know, when I watch videos, YouTube or Christian TV, and I see people um, getting healed or miracles and I see people falling down. I just see kind of these, some of these manifestation kind of things. I'm not one of those guys like, oh, that's not real. And I mean, sometimes I, I can question some of it, but man, I believe God's is so powerful and doing amazing things. But 
the danger of that is, is some of these preachers or, or myself, let me actually, let, let me not, I got my own planks, right? <laughs> talk to myself, talk to you. Sometimes we can become arrogant and we think it's like us, like we have the power. We don't have the power, but we have excess access and accessibility to the power of the name of Jesus in our life. So listen, don't be happy. Like we shouldn't get prideful and arrogant that we have the ability to do these things. Jesus wanted some humility there. He's like, yeah, listen, you went out and did some like crazy, awesome things. You did some miracles in my name, but here's what I want you to always keep as your focus. It's not about the miracles. It's about me. It's about knowing me. And it's that you know me and that your name is written in heaven. Amen. It's interesting. As we're talking about the name of Jesus and the power that is in the name of Jesus, I want to tell you it, uh, there is, his name is more powerful than anything else. And we, and this whole concept of idea about how we don't have the power and that we should just rejoice that we have Jesus in a relationship with him. I found this story the other day. I came across this woman who was a psychic and she was getting arrested and going to jail for seven years because she had scammed people out of 70, uh, one particular person for $70,000 because she was telling them if she gives them money and all these kind of things, then she could do all these like exorcisms and all these kind of things uh, in their life. And the people bought it hook, line and sinker. And now they're like trying to get their money back. And this lady's going to jail because guess what? She doesn't have power. They don't have power. You, you have power and Jesus has all the power. Jesus has the power and it's his power that is at work in you and through you that gives us the ability to be powerful and to do amazing things. Come on, let's raise our expectation in 2020. Again, man, at our church individually, we're talking about knowing the word of God more. And another thing we're talking about is pursuing the supernatural, really believe in God for amazing things, man. I'm tired of my faith being at, at, on a scale of one to 10 at one, two, three, four. I want to take it to 10, man. I want to go full throttle. I would just want to believe for radical things. And so Jesus, once again, uh, these people saw the power of Jesus name. Okay. A couple more scriptures for you guys. All right. Here's the third one. Acts chapter four, verse 12. It says, Jesus is the only one who can save people. No one else in the world under heaven is able to save. And let me read it one more time with all the expanded edition. Jesus is the, Acts chapter four, verse 12. Jesus is the only one who can save people. Salvation is found present in no one else, no one else, no other name given to people in the world under heaven is able to save us. So we know that, right? I mean, those of us that are followers of Jesus that call ourselves Christians, we would acknowledge that the Bible says Jesus is the way the truth, and the life. But guys, come on, we got to believe Jesus is the only way. I mean, we're living in this culture and this society that is so free now that was like, you know, whatever you want to do, just choose, kind of randomly choose your way. Listen, there is no other way. There is no other truth. There is no other name that has the power to save. Uh, and listen, that's who we are. That's what we believe as Christians. And we can go up to someone and say, are you saying that salvation, that, that only someone can be saved and go to heaven and have eternal life through Jesus? Yes, that, that's what we're saying. And that's what the word of God says, that there is no other name. All right, let me, one last one for you here as we're diving into the first podcast of 2020. It's found in Acts chapter 10, verses 3, 1 through 10. Again, I'm reading this from the expanded Bible edition. This is like a new one for me. I've never really read this one before until just the other day. Here's what it says. One day, Peter and John went to the temple at three o'clock. The ninth hour time was reckoned from dawn, traditionally set at 6 a.m. 
the time set for each day for the afternoon prayer service, the hour of prayer. There at the temple gate called Beautiful Gate, unknown location, perhaps one of several gates between various courtyards, was a man who had been crippled all his life from his mother's womb. Every day he was carried to the people, to people who would lay him at this gate to beg for money, alms from the people going into the temple, the temple complex. The man saw Peter and John going into the temple and asked them for money or for alms and for help. Peter and John looked straight intently at him and said, look at us. The man looked at, paid attention to them, thinking that they were going to give him some money. But Peter said, I don't have any silver or gold but I do have something else. Guys, come on. I know some of you have heard this before, but come on, let's catch it. Let's grab it. Let's let, let's take this hold of this. All right, ready? Here we go. 2020, the power of the name of Jesus working on our heart and our life. But Peter said, I don't have any silver or gold, but I do have something else I can give you. What I do have, I give you by the power in the name of Jesus Christ from Nazareth or Nazarene, stand up and walk. And you know what happened? Yeah, you know. Come on, that guy got walked up. He was completely healed and he was restored. Why? It was the power of the name of Jesus. Guys, there's power. The one name that you have. Hey, I have the name. Come on, if you love Jesus, if you've given your life to him, you have the power of the name of Jesus. Listen, I'm not rich. I'm not. I don't have a lot of money. I'm not a, I'm not a millionaire. I, I'm still chasing the cyber truck, okay? <laughs> Which isn't out yet, all right? But if you want to send one, you can look up our show. You can g- actually give and support the show. One of the ways you could do that is by giving me a cyber truck, all right? Anyway, don't get distracted. But what we do have, listen, they understood. They understood what it was about. They understood that they had the name of Jesus, that that they could call on, that they they could declare, that they could speak, that they could pray. And so I'm going to challenge you to do that in 2020, that you would begin to use the name of Jesus like you've never used it before in everything, in every circuit. Listen, the Bible says to pray about everything, that you would just begin to pray that. All right, guys, the power, there's power in the name of Jesus. And going back to that original illustration that I gave you, listen, your name is on the power of attorney regarding Jesus. Everything he has, you now have access to because of who you are in him. Isn't that encouraging? Man, I hope that that lifts you up and that blesses you. Guys, thanks for listening to the Grace Point Daily Podcast. Listen, if you're listening on the Anchor platform, you can hit the support button. You can send us a message. But then again, you can listen to us wherever you can find podcasts. Thank you for so much for joining us, guys. We look forward to talking to you next time. 